Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> oh, Robin, I tell you what, the Kurdsman always makes me laugh. But what, hey, why, why, way? I was trying to say way, but make it sound like why. Why does he make you laugh? I mean, that's his joke. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's his, his, his only joke, really, because he comes round um, every day uh, selling his curds. Yeah. And um, he'll say, for example... Oh, all right there, John. I was just passing your way. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, and and now I'm going to pass you your way, and I take in the way. That's his only joke, is it? Yeah, I mean, there's different variations. Um, he might say, um, uh, like, if I pop out um, to uh, scrub the opals on the step, he might say. Um, well, I was going to come the other way, but I'll come this way, seeing as you're there. But he is actually just saying the word way. That, like, I mean, Yeah, but he, he's big into the sort of way, way, homophone joke setup. Um, he struggles a bit more with curds. Well, there's an obvious one, but we don't really want to go there, do we? What's that? Turds. Ah, yeah, we wouldn't want to go down that route um, toward the gutter. No. Um, but no, he, he he sort of sometimes when he's trying a curds joke, he'll he'll get a bit sort of he'll get a bit sad, and he'll he'll sort of he'll, he'll be sort of like he can't get the words out, and he looks confused, and then he, he will well up on occasion. Um, but you know he's he's not got that many people around him, so I always I like to make an effort, <laughs> and it can't be easy your whole life dedicated to curds and whey because I mean I've no cause to use them I do, I'd sort of take them in yeah um, he's never charged me anything I mean if you've just joined the show at this point I think you'd, you'd probably be quite confused ah yeah I should point out I am uh, John Robbins landlord of the moon underwater and you know something of a figure on the street here in the correct realm mm-hmm. um, with many sort of different trades people and characters passing by but uh, it's in this pub that we invite guests to create their their dream taverns but this is the week in pubs this is where Robin and I um, catch up about our week in pubs our pub in weeks 
and also where we uh, read the mist, which, if you're new to this uh, to this realm, is your correspondence, which comes in the form of mist, which Robin sighs for, um, lest he be left with a little patch of square red mist, saying, "Sorry, we missed you." Oh, that's good, and it is spelt mist, M-I-S-T. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so here we are for our, our catch up in between welcoming guests we here. I mean, I feel like I mean, is the Curtain Wayman okay? So I don't want. I mean, I don't want to kind of go back into that kind of. You know, I, I, sorry, I, 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 I stopped the Curds and Way chat, maybe prematurely. He knows what he likes, he likes what he knows. But he's a deeply melancholy man. Deeply melancholy. I don't think it's really hit home that there's been no demand for Curds or Way here for, a, uh, a, it's got to yeah. be 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, what do you do? He's got all the equipment. Yeah. Anyway, on to brighter pastures. Uh, no pub in my weeks. I'm, I'm sans cans at the minute. I'm sanulus cannulus, mm-hmm. um, which is doing wonders for my sleep and digestion. Really? Uh, yeah, really quite extraordinary improvements. What, what, what's your sleep looking like? <laughs> okay, we'll deal with that one first. Yeah. Just your classic seven and a half hours straight through. And you don't wake up feeling afraid, ashamed? Uh I would say no, not ashamed. Yeah. The odd sort of uh, whisper of regret just before falling asleep. I do wake up needing the loo mm. because obviously you get kind of you have to because I'm not much of a water drinker. Right. I'm not much of a hydrator in general, and I always remember too late that I need to sort of catch up when my face is just sort of feeling like parchment yes and you know your eyes go very dry so i think oh i'll just have two pints of water at 9 p.m do you, know what you, do you know what you should do you should have you should have two two pints of water first thing in the morning yes well i was listening to uh three bean salad podcast which is so funny i've twice now had to pull over <laughs> um whilst driving i haven't had to get into my car and then pull over <laughs> I, I was in my car at the time yeah um but Henry Packer, one of the hosts of that, drinks two pints of water first thing every morning. And I've got to get into that scene because it's no good doing it late at night. No, yeah, get into the scene. Like, as the kettle is boiling for your tea, drink the water. Drink, don't drink the water in the kettle. Drink two pints of water. Yeah, but then I wouldn't want my tea. Mm. Also, so I've been drinking some uh, non-alcoholic beers. I've been drinking Guinness Zero and... Um, Brooklyn Lager special effects. Oh yeah, I've seen that around. Brooklyn Lager is the best lager I've I've best alcohol free lager I've had. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's just got that right balance of sort of bitterness and sweetness. But I they make me. There must be some kind of sort of sense memory of alcohol because it's not that I feel drunk, but I do feel it sort of like goes to my head in a weird way. I feel a bit sort of muddly-minded. I mean, there's probably a placebo effect going on, isn't there? Mm, 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 mm. And I do listen to placebo whilst yeah, drinking you, you them. Do. <laughs> yeah, Listen to their covers album, which is quite weird. People don't really make covers albums anymore, do they? No, they don't. I'm, I mean, I saw placebo around the time of their first album. They were very good. They're still massive in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Good band, good band. Yeah. 
But anyway, Robin, how was your week in pubs? Sorry I can't offer more insights. No, please, it's absolutely I do fine. sort of wander past pubs and look in longingly. Yes, well... Does that count? Uh, yeah, yeah, that definitely counts. I mean, maybe that should bring us on to our first mist, which I sighed for. I don't know if you remember last week I was talking about a pub glimpsed from a bus Oh, window. yes! Yeah. So if you didn't hear last week, um, I, I, I was on a bus somewhere in South London... And I glimpsed a pub from the upper deck, and I thought, oh, I've, oh, that looks good. I must visit it. And then it, it was weeks later, I suddenly remembered, and then I couldn't remember what bus it was, and so I couldn't work out what pub it was, etc., etc. But I remembered it was Teal. Um, <laughs> the, the frontage was Teal. So we've had, a, we've had a mist in here from Lexi, who says, My guesses for Robin's Teal pub on the bus are as follows. The Bull and Finch and the Douglas Fir... Um, Douglas Fir and Crystal Palace um, The Faber Fox The Wood House The Great North Wood The Tulse Hill Hotel And The Burden Hand Are they, all these pubs teal? No, not all of them are teal I Some, love the Faber Fox Yes That's a great name Yeah, that does And it looks really good um, The Faber Fox um, And there's only one way to settle it Lexi says Robin must visit all pubs guessed by missed mailers and only then will he know which the pub of possible dreams is so John let me tell you about my weekend um you didn't yeah. <laughs> did you do all of the suggested no pubs? I didn't I didn't that would have been <laughs> that would have been hilarious that would have been an amazing voyage of discovery but I went back into my mind palace and yeah. I I th- I've kind of worked out that I'm sure I was in Crystal Palace and I was getting the bus to Brixton. So I worked out I would have been getting the 432 bus. So on Saturday night... <laughs> you, you, you said to your girlfriend, I'm going to treat you tonight to, to a journey on the 432 bus whilst we look for a pub that I half remember. Well... Yes and no. No, my girlfriend wasn't around. I was on my own. So I had a Saturday, you know, Saturday to myself. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I had to get the the bus over to Crystal Palace to get the bus to go to Brixton. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if this you... This is like when, when the police track the last movements of someone who's, like, set fire to a school. <laughs> yeah, it just makes absolutely no sense. I mean, I don't know if you've ever found yourself on the top deck of a bus that you've got purely... To just try and see if you can glimpse a pub you half remember. But it's very hard to feel that your life's going particularly well. <laughs> so I got the bus over to Crystal Palace and waited for the bus. Waited for the 432. And were I, you feeling kind of in, intense desire or were you just... Oh, what were you a, feeling? It was a mixture of feelings, really, John. It was a feeling of just... So that kind of has it come to this sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah. That kind of is this rock bottom <laughs> kind of feeling. I got on the 432 bus and it went down through Crystal Palace, Gypsy Hill kind of area. And then I sort of thought, this is the high street. This is it. I remember this. I was on the top bus. I was sitting in the same seat. And it was quite a weird mindfulness exercise because I kept having to tell myself, stop looking at your phone, stop daydreaming. Yeah. You really need to concentrate because you can imagine if I'd missed it. <laughs> I would have felt even worse. Did you know, interesting, uh, I'd be interested in your answer to this. Did you get a sense of which side of the bus it was going to be on? 
Yeah, I remembered I was sitting on the left-hand side. Right. And I was, so we got to the kind of familiar high street bit. And then I saw the colour. I saw the teal. And I thought, oh, that's it. We kind of zipped past it. I, I pressed the button, got off at the next stop, walked up to it. And then as I got closer, I knew something was off. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> It was a pizza restaurant. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's it, it's called Four Hundred Rabbits. Four Hundred Rabbits. Well, it doesn't sound like a pizza restaurant. It doesn't no. sound hugely like a pub. It doesn't really. No. It's called Four Hundred Rabbits. I think it's a chain. It's in Crystal Palace, and it looks really nice. And they do have a hoppy hour, like a happy hour for um for beers and things. But it is it is it, I mean it's a sourdough pizza joint. It's it's not a pub. So did you just go in and and sort of prop up the uh, the till and have six Peronis? <laughs> you can't go in and have a pint in a pizza restaurant on your you own. You can't just. You can't. Uh, did you have a pizza? I, no, I don't really like eating on my own. Some of us don't have much of a choice. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, you know, I shouldn't. Have, I didn't mean to sound like that. I mean, it's okay if you've got a newspaper or a book and things like that. I just uh, I sort of wasn't in the mood. I suppose. And it was a bit disappointing that it wasn't, like, the best pub I've ever been to. But, you know. I love the fact that that is that is what dream pubs are. Yeah. You've got to imagine on the bus, we went past quite quickly, and I just saw drinkers in there in this kind of lovely glow. And it, you know, They're and phantoms. It, yeah, they were phantoms of my own overheated imagination. They're ciphers, Robin. They really were. Um, but, you know, I'm sure, I think I'm, I've been told it's a very, very good restaurant and they do great pizzas. So I definitely will be going there. Well, you should uh, you should check out some of the other recommended pubs. Well, that's a good point because Lexi, who mentioned the Douglas Fir, which is the Gypsy Hill brewing kind of taproom kind of place. It's not really a taproom, it's more like a little micro pub. Um, but I did go in there afterwards and it was really, really nice. Hunter Hells, the Pilsner, absolutely beautiful. I think I've mentioned that on the pod before, but yeah, that's a great pub. So was that the main pub in your week, or have there been others? That was the main pub, and I did also... Oh yeah, there's another story I wanted to say about... Well, two things, actually. I went to The Grapes for the first time in Limehouse, which is fantastic, and that is a, the pub that's owned or part-owned by Ian McKellen. Yeah, I know someone who went there on New Year's Eve, and he was behind the bar serving everyone. yeah. A few people, because I sort of put, posted it on my Instagram and a few people you know, got in touch and said they'd seen him in there. Someone said they'd seen him in there doing the pub quiz. I'm amazed by those sort of, I'm, I wouldn't refer to Ian McKellen as a celebrity, but he's because he's more than that. But those people who are so famous, yeah, but yet still somehow manage to, to do that sort of thing. And I wonder if it's the act of doing it that stops you getting hassle. Yeah. Like, because imagine if, I don't know, if Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was doing a pub quiz in a pub in Limehouse, it would he just get, like, swamped? Or would he? Maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. How how do they do that? Those sort of big, big names? Well, do, do you not think Ian McKellen is so iconic as Gandalf that you'd almost... I think you'd do a double take if you saw him, because... I mean, it's not, it's not like he's he, he's most famous for the way he looks in real life, if you see what I mean. Like, if he was dressed as Gandalf, everyone would be going, fucking hell. I don't know, man, because he's quite big on social media, 
there's those great photos of him and Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Just sort of being great mates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, he's very famous from the X-Men films. Oh, yeah, of course. They do have his staff behind the bar. I mean, I'm not sure if it's the real one from the films. Really? But, yeah. It's a really, really lovely pub. Beautiful pub, actually. And it's got a balcony at the back because it's right on the Thames. Oh. The, the other pub I went to, it was quite funny. Do you remember a few weeks ago we were talking about how um, I went to the Tapping the Admiral in Camden or Kentish Town, um, and I had friends from kind of out of the country there, and you, you sort of, you kind of pray that the pub kind of behaves itself. Yes. Do you know that feeling? Yeah. So, um, I wish it did then, uh, but <laughs> I've got some friends um, from America in town at the moment, and I said, oh, let's, well, let's meet at the um, the King's Arms in Rupal Street, because it's a beautiful pub, you know, one of the best. Yeah. And we went there last night, and... Um, it was brilliant. It's always brilliant. <laughs> but behind us, sitting at the bar, there's a man sitting at the bar on, on a bar stool. And behind him, another man was giving him a deep tissue massage. Ah. Just standing up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that's fine. It's just very distracting. It kind of pulls focus a bit. Yeah, it's also a very sensual... Act or was it more a kind of like sports massage? There's a sports massage element, but it it, it veered towards the erotique, I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some. It's quite a performative thing to do, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. The barmaid said he's he's a professional. <laughs> I mean, he did look like he was. He knew what he was doing. Well, you do get people. I remember uh, in Edinburgh, so people who go around basically giving massages. Yeah. Yeah, like sort of freelance. <laughs> undercover masse- masseurs undercover masseuses <laughs> but it's just you sort of you know I sort of my, my friends were, were kind of like is it, does this always happen <laughs> it's like no no this is very unusual is this yeah. like a British thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the, the guy with the massage and then of course because of the World Cup's on you know Sweet Caroline came on the jukebox and everyone started singing and they were just like what why is, why is everyone singing this song <laughs> they had like no idea of the association with um you know football and everything so it was, for them it was just totally bizarre <laughs> so that what's was quite in, funny what's interesting about sweet caroline is that it's just it's like a it's a very recent tradition yeah it's only been a thing for like 4 years so weird it's quite hard to say you, sweet caroline it's quite hard to say Sweet Caroline. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's sung Sweet Caroline. It's weird, that, isn't it? Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you've had such a great week in pubs. Yeah, Tell you what. Good week in pubs. Get all of those pubs that Lexi recommended. Yeah. See if they fit into a doable crawl, and we could do a Christmas crawl. We should. That's a great idea, because some, some of them I know. I know the bird in hand. Uh, the Faber Fox actually looks fantastic, and I think I went past that on the bus as well. <laughs> the Woodhouse I've never been to, uh, and I've never been to the Great North Wood either. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of good pub crawls and good walks, I'm sorry this is quite London-centric, but um, we had a nice mist in here. It's actually from the uh, Moon Underwater Social Club, the Facebook page, which you get if you sign up to our Patreon. And it's from Mike, who says, I've relatively recently moved to London, and I'm planning a walk to be punctuated by some refreshing pints. Does anyone have any recommendations for good pub walks in London, or even just some favourite pubs for an afternoon beverage? looking to spend around three to four hours meandering around. So I thought a good one would be, there's, there's actually um, on The Guardian, do you remember I did that um, feature about good pub walks in The Guardian, mm. one time for pub library? There is a really good one from who, written by James Gingell, or Gingell, uh, which is a riverside walk to the Prospect of Whitby, which is kind of going through Greenwich and everything, and that's a really lovely walk. And Prospect of Whitby is... Uh, a really stunning pub as well. Yeah, because I think a couple of hours, the revealers of Lambeth mm. and um, Farringdon and beyond. Farringdon and beyond, <laughs> yeah. You don't necessarily see the best bits of London. But I quite, I mean, it depends what you're into. I quite like those little kind of back streets you wouldn't normally kind of go down and things. Oh, yeah. I loved I loved walking around. You remember the Seven Stars? That yeah. sort of, um, like, almost sort of French-styled, brasserie type pub i loved all those parts of london around there that i'd never been to where like they make all the wigs for lawyers oh yeah i love that place yeah and they make all of the and it's all these shops selling like law books yeah it's so rare now that you have those parts of london that maintain their original trade like hatton garden yeah it's just it's just jewelers and the and the curds and way man the, cur- <laughs> the curds and way district yeah well Slightly less London-centric, Rob. Mm. A few people contacted uh, us on social media about the uh, 15 best Edinburgh pubs. Oh, great. Which was in uh, the Edinburgh Evening News. Now, I mean, obviously, these lists are um, very subjective, but they do tally up with some of our faves. Oh, great. In fact... This is very close to what I would have written, I think. Um, so maybe let's just do the top five. So number five, Bennett's Bar. Oh, yes. 100 million percent. Okay. Number four, 
St. Vincent's. Yeah, I love it. Vinnie's. Yeah. 100 million percent. Number three, Sandy Bells. Yeah. I like it. 100 million percent. Mm. Number two, Le Dog de... Yes, please. I, they must have listened to our thing about it. Is number one Blue Blaze or... No, number one is uh, Cloisters. Uh, quite like, good. Cloisters is really good. I would not say it's the best pub in Edinburgh. I mean, it's a great pub. Are you, so are you, are you saying the moon underwater and your general presence has pushed the Dagda to its position in number two there, do you think? Well, in the top five, there are one, two, three of our combined top ten. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. put two and two together. Put two and two together. And also, Robin, didn't we have some news about um, uh, the King's Arms in Bristol? King's Head? King's Head, sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yes, my friend Neil tagged me in a, in a post to say the King's Head is open and they kept the fantastic pub interior obviously because it's a oh. list- listed building looks absolutely beautiful and yeah thanks so much for inviting us down to the opening night which was um this week which unfortunately we couldn't make but i hope it went with a bang oh so that's it feels it just feels just based on the conversation we've had that pubs are flourishing <laughs> yeah, let's hope so just a very small um sample which probably is not indicative of uh, the economy as a whole. Yeah. But pubs are flourishing in our hearts and our minds. They really are. I like the way we tried to be less London-centric and just started talking about Edinburgh pubs again. <laughs> it's basically Edinburgh, London and Bristol. But let's get some other great pub cities in, you know. Yeah, N- Nottingham. What cities should we mention and towns? Manchester, York. Sheffield. Uh, you know, there are others. Leeds. Oxford. Oxford, yeah. Um, Cambridge. John, while we're on the... Because while you're sanulous cannulous, we've had a lovely mist in here from Gina, um, who says, Hello. You've mentioned two to three times how amaretto is what we imagined alcohol tastes like when we were kids, and that it is always a pleasure to drink, which I agree with entirely. I'm from Quebec City, Canada, and I wanted to send you a link. I wanted... I sort of Turn my T's into D's there because of the... Anyway, I wanted to send you a link to an alcohol-free amaretto done by Mr. Cocktail, Ooh. which is just perfect. It tastes exactly the same as amaretto with alcohol. It is a staple in my house and would be at my dream pub. If you plan to participate in dry January again, yes, I think I definitely will and should. My doctor's such a broken record. I think this is a must-have. It is also great to have to space apart alcoholic drinks. Thank you for hosting us in your pub every week. It brings me so much joy and relief from the day-to-day grind. Have a nice day, Gina. So, yeah, Mr. Cocktail, Amaretto, sans alcohol. I think it might be Monsieur Cocktail. Ah, yes, because we're in Quebec, aren't we? Monsieur Cocktail, I don't think you can get it in England. I'm looking it up in my mind. I'd, I'd love to have that. I mean, while we're in kind of Christmassy drinks, wouldn't a non-alcoholic snowball be good? Oh, how could you make that? I'd say you'd make some... Custard, custard. Custard. Hollandaise sauce and lemonade. (laughs) Custard with soda water and ice. Yeah, I think this might only be available in Canada. Mm. Welcome to Canada. Bienvenue au Canada. But if I I ever see it, I'm going to grab it. Mm. Thanks so much for that, Gina. Yeah, and keep your other non-alcoholic drinks ideas coming in. Uh, especially around Christmas, where if you don't drink, it's quite 
difficult, really, isn't it? Because there's well, it's getting easier. I'm I was I'm tasked with finding a pub that ha- oh, this is what people could help me out on. I need a pub that has non-alcoholic beer on draft. Anywhere, sort of between <laughs> Hemel Hempstead and Brighton. It's very specific. <laughs> sort of that that, that left hand swathe. Right. From like the, well, like anywhere from like the M3 to the M40. If you know of anywhere that serves non-alcoholic beer on draft, I would really appreciate you getting in touch because I'm arranging to meet um, a friend and and that's his dream is to find non-alcoholic beer on draft because everywhere has like bottles, which is great. Mm. But if anyone, anyone knows of anywhere, so... Um, let me just try and narrow down the search. A few, a few places have um, Heineken Zero on tap. I've seen. Yeah, that would be that would be great. I mean, anywhere in Surrey, Buckinghamshire, or Hertfordshire <laughs> that does non-alcoholic beer on draft. I, I think there are plenty. Of, I think there are a few places in London. But um, a, a partridge and a bulldog, Morris on the left. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, email John at Moon Underpod if you know of anywhere, and especially anywhere that sort of prides itself on its selection of um, non-alcoholic drinks. Be much appreciated. Um, but yeah, another week in pubs, another pub in weeks. Fantastic mixture of pubs, both imagined and real, from the lovely Robin there. And uh, we will be back with uh, a guest very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 